your breakfast, sir. Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the podcast where we view and discuss the film Trading Places from 1983, starring Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy and a host of others. Uh, and we do that one minute at a time. My name is Tom Taylor, and with me as always is Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Hello. How many times have we done, you've introduced me or introduced Dan now? It's got to be... I'm getting sick of it. Well, it's hundreds of times. Yeah. Hundreds of times. I mean, a hundred times at least per movie, and then we've done like two or three of these, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's mind-boggling, and it hurts my soul to think about it. Uh, We'll keep doing this until you say it one day, and nobody's going to answer on the other end, and they're going to be like, oh, that's right. It'd be like if I went, and here's Dan Lewis. Oh, he passed last week. Oh, I'm so sorry. You didn't hear about Dan. Well, that's like... Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's the danger, and I bring this up all the time. That's the danger of doing like repetitive things. That's yeah. the danger of living life to the fullest. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and doing things like I was looking for a you know every day, every day we or every day we meet under the tree and have lunch, hmm. and we did it for twenty five years until my until... good friend Jerry died. Oh, and now I still have lunch under the tree, and he's gone. But what wonderful times! We <laughs> if had. only I had known enjoy... that the last time we did it was the last yeah. time we would do it. We would sit under the tree and enjoy munching and snacking. Munching and snacking. <laughs> um, well, this is a little that. practice round of that because Dan is not yet with us. Um, we assume he's <laughs> going to show up at some point. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, yes, he has a doctor's appointment and they kept him waiting in the room. Yes, he was and waiting for some supplies he, and they were not forthcoming. Yeah, he'll fill us in. He will. He'll fill us in. He'll be, I'll, I'll just go on a limb here. I've known the guy long enough. Mm-hmm longer than you and anybody else right. that he's going to be erratic oh, when he gets on here. Don't say. He's going to be out of sorts. What he's going to, he's going to just going to be going like the old Sterling Hayden uh, <laughs> line of what's the difference. What's the difference? What's the point? What's the use? He's going to be in that mood yeah. and he's going to be all riled up. The system has and, failed him. You know, yeah. plans were made, documents signed, things were yeah. supposed to exchange hands and they did not in a timely fashion. Yeah. Why is life like this? Um, yeah. So, that's what, do you want to do the bookends? Why don't of I the do the bookends? Well, we can talk about Dan's stuff when he gets here. Uh, this is minute yeah. four of Trading Places. We are still in the opening credits, but by golly, they're almost done. Uh, this begins with a statue of a guy, maybe Patrick Henry. I think maybe Dan said that before. And it ends with an actual scene from the movie that we're here to watch as Lewis Winthorpe III, played by Dan Aykroyd, is awoken by uh, Coleman. And we get just a second or so of him having his morning shave. Mm-hmm. And that's this minute. And, um, and he's hugging that pillow, too. He's still asleep, Winthorpe. Oh, he's having and a he's great hugging time. that pillow. Just to have, like, what do you think he's dreaming about as being a, a, a man of privilege and a man of... Yeah. Is he dreaming about the opera? <laughs> he had a horrible dream that I was poor and nobody liked me. It was all because of this horrible Negro. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, when I see this and when it I... It was do the you... Dukes. It was the Dukes. <laughs> Do you? We'll get to that in due time. You're a dad. We'll get, we'll, and, we'll get to that in about six months. We'll get to oh, that. Oh, sure. Yes, go ahead. Uh, you're a dad, and you, I am sure, so have, uh, yeah, exactly. We've, we've both had to wake up uh, kids or young people who are just, you look at them and you're like, oh my gosh, they're living the most beautiful reality right now. They are asleep, they're in bed, they're comfortable. Uh, and, the, mm-hmm. and you know you have to get them up, and they need to get up, and they're being slobbed by not getting up, they're going to miss something. But. Part of you wishes that you could just let them sleep. And I do not get that sense from Coleman here. Coleman is just doing his job and he's like, whatever, it's time to wake him up. Get up. Your breakfast, sir. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of side more with Coleman in this case because, you know, I have the kid, my kids, when it was, you know, I did this, exactly this, <laughs> is that they got used to being asleep and me making breakfast and oh. bringing it in on a tray. Oh, my God. And I, and I did this very, it was not a good thing because it was just like, <laughs> okay, you have a certain amount of time. Like, it wasn't the best way to do things, but it was right. like, you have a certain amount of time and you are going to, uh, you know, I gotta, you gotta eat. So I'm, I'm just going to bring it in here, put it on, right. slide the tray on your bed and sh- kind of give you a little shake <laughs> yeah, and say, okay, work time. your jaw up and down a little bit, get the chewing going. Yeah. I'm going to jump in the shower and I come back and they're still dead asleep and I <laughs> do the thing again. I've done everything. And I then, can. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I can't make fun of you because even now Sam's in high school and I do, I'm just shy of that. I do. I like, he's coming down and he's finally rolling out of bed. And I get out the milk and the cereal and the bowl and the spoon mm-hmm. and I have it all set up for him and stuff. And even that, I'm like, you know what? You're old enough to grab your own goddamn cereal. What am I doing here? What do you make me? It's all your fault somehow that I'm a bad dad. Not you, Mike, but you, my son. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before that, we get uh, more statues, a lot of statues. We got the, the, the thinker, that's the only one I recognize. And of course, the most important mm-hmm. one is Rocky, Rocky Balboa. That was earlier, though. That was, that's the last uh, that's the last statue we get in here. Oh, in this minute before it just this, sticks with the yeah. Huh. I think I they go right that. from Rocky to uh, to uh, Coleman uh, bringing up the breakfast. Oh, okay. Which is it? Because like Rocky, the, the, he get the, they put up that statue in Rocky three, and that only came out like a year before this, like exactly a year or something. Ooh. Interesting. Could be. Interesting. I did get a little flashback. Uh, so. When he walks up the stairs, a very intricate wooden, a lot of woodwork there. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know, Connecticut, uh, East Coast, Blue Blood. <laughs> I just always say Connecticut. Uh, you know, that, that dark woodwork yeah. of the staircase and everything, real dark, like cherry wood color. Right. Uh, but he's, as he's going up the, the staircase, I just had a flashback to the Blues Brothers. Oh, my God. Where they're walking up the Penguin Stairs. That's why I think you were listening <laughs> when as I go, you know, I got to watch the minute before. And I said... John Landis, because his name comes up right as the stairs uh-huh. go up there, and I'm like, I'm like that's right. He did the Blues Brothers. It was like, a, it, and, and I just watched that scene in the Blues Brothers. It doesn't, it doesn't mimic it at all. Right. Maybe a little bit just in the position of the camera. It's a little reminiscent. But I just thought about it, and I thought about it immediately as they're walking up the stairs to the Penguins' yeah. office. And that that's beautiful. Big, I did not make that connection at all until you just started saying it. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. It also makes me. Well, I got two things to say about the stair. One, Coleman coming from the. Uh, the kitchen to go up the stairs reminds me a lot of the psycho house that had the same mm-hmm. setup, like this big grand staircase and past the staircase was like the kind of plain mm-hmm. Jane kitchen in the back. And so that kind of reminds me of that. And then what it does not remind me of is the same house later in the movie. I have a hard time reconciling these shots here with like the party and everything and, oh, and who's been putting groove. up the coals on my floor and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Even though I know it's the same place. I think it's the same place. Might not be the same well, room. Yeah, well, know. it could be a different set too. Yeah, it's true. Either way, I know there's one thing I, I know is certain Dan's not showing up today. I don't think he's he going to He's gone it. MIA. He's got, he's got, he went MIA in the, he said 10 minutes in the chat. about 15 minutes ago. Yeah. And yeah, we haven't heard anything since his last message was along the lines of, eh, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, His last second. S O S. Help <laughs> me. What's that from? Uh, oh, 
Wait, do it what? Strikes. S-O-S. Help me. God, I don't know. It's from the Metallica video, for one. <laughs> so it's a clip from that yeah. stupid movie they pulled it from. Johnny got his gun? Johnny's got a gun. <laughs> S-O-Y. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you remember when they hyped that video? Yeah. When it came out, it was like the first video ever by Metallica. Oh, is that true? That and was the first one? Yeah, that's wow. what they said. It was their first vi- foray into the video. It's their uh, Dancing in the Dark. Yep. Yeah. Doctor imprisoning me. I cannot see. Hey, I cannot die. Hey. I never I never got in. I could never get into it. could never get into Metallica. I liked the popular ones. I liked the ones that broke through to the top 40. I like that one and like, you know, Enter Sandman and stuff. I like those things. But yeah, I couldn't. Enter Sandman. I'm not a student. Isn't that the one? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's, a, it's an enjoyable t- little ditty. <laughs> okay. um, we get the uh, the credits for uh, written by Timothy Harris and Herschel Weingrad, and I took <laughs> I took the the opportunity of looking them a Catholic. up. Catholic. He's a Catholic. They've written a bunch of movies that I really don't care about. Um, you didn't get my joke there, did you? He's a Catholic. I did a Blues Brothers reference. You did that line, yes, to a name that's extreme, that's so profoundly Jewish. Antithic, an, an antithesis of, of Catholicism, or yeah, Herschel Weintaub. Herschel Weintaub. It's like when you yeah. see Saul Turtletaub during the credits of, <laughs> of Sanford and Son, <laughs> <laughs> produced by Saul Turtletaub. <laughs> He's only Jewish on the All good right. side. Um, yeah. These, these guys wrote uh, Brewster's Millions, which I have never seen. And I hear never seen that conflicting movie? reviews from people who have. Yeah. It sounds like a good, solid, like, cable movie that everybody saw and enjoyed enough, even though it didn't make any sense. It's a good concept. It's a funny concept. Okay. Actually, it, but I remember, con- what, I remember- what, what is the, 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 the what, Richard Pryor inherits millions of no. dollars, but, but what's what the catch? What they do is it, they, it's almost like this in a sense where it's kind of like a bet. Okay. Where they say, I bet you can't spend... $30 million mm. and have nothing to show. The whole point was if you do this, if you spend, I think I remember exactly how it was, $10 million or $30 million, yeah. you have 30 days to do it mm-hmm. or whatever it was, and you can't have any assets at the end. You cannot have anything to show for well, it. What's stopping them from like will, giving it all to you know the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation or something? It's MacFound. No, yeah. it's the... That's MacFound. Oh. MacFound.org. Listen to too much NPR. They're always like, oh, look who's coming on. <laughs> hey, here comes but the Don't man. let him. Don't. We're on a roll here, so yeah. let's just keep it going. Dan yeah. can sit in the in the, in the the penalty box for a minute while we finish this up. Shut up, no, ugly. No, what it was, what it was is I think it was the reading of a will, and okay. they said- We're talking Brewster's if, millions, Dan. If, if Brewster, he goes, Montgomery Brewster. He goes, the, the guy who died, this old white guy, really liked Brewster. Hume Cronin? Reason. I can't remember what. I can't remember what it was, but he really liked him and he hated like his son. And so you set up the battle right there. Okay. Brewster, I like you, but I'm telling you what, if you want, if you want, I'll give you a million dollars right now. I think that's what it was. But if you can, I I got a, I got an idea or I have a bet that if you can spend $30 million in, in one month, you know, if you decide to do that. You know, and you and you do it, you get like all my fortune, hundreds of millions of dollars, oh, whatever okay. it is. If you don't, then it all goes to this piece of shit son I have, or whatever. But then, honestly, what is it, so? What does he do? What what so, what? Why can't he just give it all plan. away? 
It's all in the it's all in the things you use. You cannot give it away. You have oh. to spend it. Oh, okay. You can give. You said you, like you can give a portion of away, a percentage of it away, mm-hmm. and you can't have any assets. You can't buy a car. Right. If you do, you, it has to be gone. You have to liquidate it by the end. And the key is you cannot fucking tell anybody. No. Oh, okay. So all of your friends. So and then John. So and on top of it, you know. Uh, <laughs> Montgomery Brewster is a pitcher in this minor league baseball team and John Candy's his catcher mm-hmm. and his best friend. So then he, so John Candy's like, they're partying and then Candy starts saying, why are you spending all your money? And he would like physically like try to stop him from spending money. Oh, okay. Or if he went and did something, they, he would go and reverse it and bring the money back to him. Yeah. And then this guy's son is also trying to screw him up. Oh, uh, okay. So that's the whole point and of it. Tom doesn't know the plot of Brewster's Millions? I know the You've plot. I get the, the idea of the plot. I just, I never knew what restrictions mm-hmm. there had to be that would keep him from simply giving it all away or starting some foundation or something, or it seems like we'll right. do the Brewster's, yeah. Brewster's yeah. Millions Minute. We'll do that next. Okay. There's probably some goals in that plot. I mean, just yeah, I would think maybe. It sounds sort of like a, like Happy Gilmore, not Happy Gilmore, it sounds like a, a, whatever, Billy Madison, but with giving your money away instead of going through every grade of School. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. Why, why can't he um, hire somebody and suggest he a can. rate? Just say, I'm going to pay you $5 million and I'll get okay it was, with you. Th- this, is why I think it, this is why I think it could be one of the best the best setups because <laughs> that was all addressed. He's like, you can hire somebody because he hires that female lawyer who he falls in love with. Oh, and they, there's like a percentage. Lawyer. Yeah, he said. It doesn't he have said to be a can, lady, Dan. God. Uh-huh. But he's, okay. it's all in there. Like you can do a portion of it. You can give some of it away, okay. a little bit of it away. You mm-hmm. can hire people, but you know you can't. There was all these parameters, and you market cannot have anything. Has to be market yeah, prices. It has to be like a Woody Allen film. Everybody gets paid <laughs> communist prices. It sounds like there's so many parameters, though, that almost the answer is in the negative spaces between what you can't do or something. Like you, right. can, so you, you're you can give away this much. You can hire somebody yeah. for this much. You know, by the end of that thing, you got like your $30 million or whatever. No, and I, it, but it was, I think that's why it was so airtight because, mm-hmm. and I think at the end, the guy screwed him in the sense that he ended up getting like a deposit back oh. or something like that. Like it was like a thousand dollars. Like you lose it, buddy. What movie is that from? <laughs> that's uh, a Caddyshack. movie called Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it is. But then he ends up, you know, of course it's, <laughs> you know. And then John Candy finally gets to tell John Candy, he's like, ah, you, ah, now I get it. Yeah. I know why you were acting like a maniac. Okay. So, okay. All this came up, Dan, because these guys, the guys who wrote this movie, Trading Places, also wrote Brewster's Millions and And there's a tie-in. Kindergarten Cop. It's, if there, there, there is a little bit of an overlap to this bet. It's like a bet. Yeah. You know, I bet. Rich people with bets. Yeah. 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 How can rich people screw with people? Yeah. yeah, but did they write the toy? I don't think they wrote the toy. I don't think anybody wrote the toy. <laughs> I think it just happened. You asked. Yeah. Uh Dan, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, well, you're fine. I just, you know, I was at the doctor. It was it, everything took way longer than even a annoying trip to the doctor should take. Sure. So mm-hmm. that was bad. I'm sorry to yeah. hear that. Uh, but you're fi- uh, you're in fine fettle. You're in good shape. Everything's good. We shouldn't be alarmed. Yes, that that was fine. I was because I have been laid off. No, I decided right. to go get a uh, you know just to check up. I haven't been oh. in a while anyway. I got the full check up. still have the insurance. Yeah, and then you know everything is fine. And then at the end, even I was the one who got up. I was like, you know, my friends are all sending shit in the mail <laughs> at my age. 
And the doctor. That's part of it. You guys, and then they have to do it for the doctor. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows what we're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, because my friends had said for screening for colon cancer nowadays, what they have you do is they send you home with a kit, and you, right? Then you ship bag, and then you mail it to uh give me a bag and i'll shit in it Uh, there's also that cola guard cola guard is like a pill you take a pill and then it just like measures something i don't know it's pretty i just recently had a colonoscopy like a year ago Mm, and uh it was a big huge you know rigmarole drinking all the stuff and pooping everything out Mm. and everything i would almost rather do that than like handle my own poop and put it in a bag and squeeze out the right amount and everything so i gotta do that Uh, anyway so he's like, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, thanks for reminding me. And so he's Bye. like, sure, I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a nurse come in with your kit. Everything was normal up till then, and then just like an hour went by. God, I mean, I was la- I was sitting there. <laughs> Did going, you hear him laugh down the hallway? I, I, <laughs> I hear his voice getting quieter and quieter as he just walks to his Mercedes. Uh, thought, what bag. do you, what do you do? Are you, I never feel like I'm allowed to do anything. Like just leave. But obviously, I'm my own person. I can just leave whenever I want. So I just left. Yeah. And you just, didn't go to like, the counter and say, I'm waiting for my, no, my kit? I was done. Because mm-hmm. when you go to the counter and you go, I'm waiting for my kit, they get, they, they'll, they'll be like, wait a minute. What What are you? Who are you? What's, oh. We're going to have to go back through this whole thing. I didn't get that form. Wait a minute. My and name they is go, P- well, which doctor did you see? I'll go talk to him. It's gonna, you're just going to restart the whole process. <laughs> I figure now if I just email him and I go, I had to leave because it was a little while. I'm sorry. Can mm-hmm. you just mail me the kit? I mean, how tough could it be? Yeah, just right. where I live. Send the thing, you know, and it's everything else is all automated, all perfect. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're gonna have this woman come uh, send you, give you a, a bag in a box with some stamps. That's like it, it seems drugs. very easy. Yeah, I, 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 I speak mailing things Something back and annoyed. stuff. I just Amazon has the thing now where you you order something, it's the wrong thing, or you need to return it for some reason, and all you do is take it to like. Whole Foods or something, or like some place where oh, they right. have like an Amazon thing. You mm-hmm. don't have to bag it up or anything. It's a totally simple, easy thing. Like mm-hmm. we're living in the future and it's fantastic. And then I just got a new phone from Google and I'm and I'm sending them back my old one. And they send me a kit, you know, to like you know, package it up properly and everything, wipe it and everything and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh that's like and take it to the post office. I'm like, take it to the post office? No way. What is this? 2020? Office. Forget it. Was it the 19th, you do it. 19th, 19th century? Oh, post yeah. office. Oh, yeah. I'll get out of my chair, not. put on shoes, go to my car, start the car, drive to the <clears throat> post office. Forget it. You're out of your minds. Dude, Amazon is... Uh, the people do a lot of complaining about it, and I get it. I get it. Do not tell me it's not fucking amazing. It's the most amazing thing. The yeah, reason they took over yeah, the world yeah. is because they're amazing. And that's they do everything that's right. why everybody uses it because yeah. they've taken every, they're like, we don't even want it. You shouldn't have to even click three times. Yeah. I could go to my local store, but they might not have what I'm looking for. And then I'll have to wait for it. And I won't have it immediately. Like almost before I press the go button. Right. And, and I, I can't live that grandma. way. His grandma well, who can't sh- get around can order stuff. <laughs> right. Well, you should you, you should complain to the to the doctor's office about as if it was like a customer like mm. like if it's like no. uh, like DoorDash sending you the wrong dinner. That feels Just pointless. Though. <laughs> it feels pointless no, to complain about that shit. No, I'm like I'm I'm, I'm really on a roll does. with that. I mean, I ordered some I ordered DoorDash for for my daughter who's vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So I, it was from Chipotle. I said I want this vegetarian bowl. Blah blah blah. I go, I get there and it's, it, and I, 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 it took a while to get there. And so I show up and, and it's there and I say, okay, here it is. And it was like, it was like a, a carnitas 
tacos <laughs> and a thing. So blood pie. She, I go. She yeah. can't eat it. So I, 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 I immediately downed both the the bowl and the tacos. Yeah. And I and I said, I said, well, I'm going to get you another meal. So I, I I got on DoorDash. I said, this is unacceptable. I just went to town. You know. Right, read him the riot act. You're yeah. a vegetarian. You sent pork to a vegetarian. Yeah. Right. What if and I, I was so spicy? Yeah, I, go, I, I go. Nobody in this. I go. It's too spicy. You know. I I couldn't eat it. I'm looking at it now, and it's in my stomach already. <laughs> and they and they sent another one, and and they and they gave me like a ten dollar or fifteen dollar credit on DoorDash. Okay, but in that case, is that DoorDash's fault or is it the restaurant's fault? It's hard to say. Do, 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 DoorDash is the is the is the hub. It's the it's the it's doesn't the matter. platform because I just I mean I just had that experience with uh, with five guys we ordered from five well, you don't, guys but, but and... you don't yeah you, but you don't contact the restaurant you contact DoorDash I did but okay we we contacted uh, we were doing Grubhub and like you know they forgot something they just left something out ruined everybody's night we're white people we can't have things going even slightly wrong so we're all no. but it, it pissed us off we're like how hard is it like you go and you make the food and you put a, it's a, there's a receipt i can see the receipt online to see the list of what the items are that you're supposed to pick up and deliver to my house and uh they didn't do it and so yeah grubhub gives us like a free delivery or whatever or gives us you know five bucks off or whatever it is and then i'm like i, I want i want i want five guys to know because because they 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 in my heart they're the ones who screwed it up they didn't include it in the thing and the guy grabbed what they gave him he should have checked well, it but he, you know whatever and I called him hey I just want to let you know uh the, the, I just we just ordered through a Grubhub and the shake was missing and he's like all right and then he hung up I'm like eh, fair enough mm, all, all right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's about all I expected yeah, okay <laughs> but I had the same thing you did <laughs> like early in uh, the whole COVID thing when everybody's going nuts uh, ordering I food was, and delivering uh, you stuff. told me about that yeah we told you that yeah yeah they uh they you know they delivered like two completely wrong burgers and I was furious for like ten minutes then I'm like I got, I got two free hamburgers here they're not exactly what yeah, I wanted I'm gonna two more. pick the jalapeno peppers off it and I'm gonna have a great time and then we'll get the ones that we ordered this is fantastic just throw them against the wall I should have more problems slide like down this. the wall yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah so then so then I go to so then I'm at work. I go to I go to Roti, right? Right mm-hmm. across the around the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, I want the pita sandwich. Pita sandwich. And they're and they and they immediately they used to just grab the bread and they'd put everything in the pita, right? Yeah. As you're saying, I want that, I want that, I want that. Mm-hmm. They now go to a bowl. Oh. They have this like silver bowl that they mix everything and then they transfer that to the pita. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to know that they tell you get whatever you want. Just tell me if you want everything, we'll put it in that pita. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take a fucking rocket science to say if you put it in a bowl, mm-hmm. it's not going to fit in that fucking pita. Yeah. Think and I've been there before and I've watched them because I said, okay, <laughs> in that bowl, there's literally a, a, a half a meal left in that bowl and they dump it out in the trash. Oh, God. I let it go that time. I went the other day mm-hmm. and there was a person coming up who's obviously new. So someone's walking them through it, like training them. Yeah. And I'm watching the bowl and I say, okay, it's getting big, <laughs> you know, and I watched it and they filled it and there was like literally a, a, a almost half a full portion sitting in that bowl. Yeah. And the, and the girl who was being trained rightfully so asked her, what do we do with the extra? And she whispered to her, we throw it away. Oh my God. And I just went, I, I, I saw all sorts of colors. <laughs> I sat down cause I'm on the, the rewards app and I went and I contacted them and I told them I am appalled. You know, this is what happened. This is, this is, because I'm not asking you to give it to me, but you need to figure out your, your portioning process so that we're not throwing food away. I work for an organization that we, you know, that, that we were combating hunger, blah, 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 blah. I go, I am outraged. I went, I turned into Jackie Childs. 
I'm outraged. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's an abomination. And then, um, and I said, figure it out. I go, figure it out. Whether you need to get bigger pitas or you teach them how to, or you pass it on to the customer. It's right there. So I, so they immediately, they gave me, they said, I'm sorry. So they go, yes, we don't want to waste food. Thank you for this feedback. We're going to call the, the store. And we're also going to take this back to corporate and talk about hey. this. I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. And then I, sh- then they said, we're going to give you a little, a little something in your, in your app. And I got two $15 credits. Hey. Boom, boom. So $30. So I go there a couple days later. I go, I'm going to, I'll go, let's see. Thought I'd try this routine all over again. <laughs> and I watched them and I said, for crying out loud, I'm watching them fill that bowl. I go, don't fucking put me through this again. Cause I'm going to fucking tear this. I'm going to get all Jonathan Winters on this and tear this place apart. <laughs> like it's a mad, mad world. Yeah. They all get right. to the end and they're wrapping it up and I'm looking at the bowl. I go, there it is. It's mm-hmm. a portion. Yeah. And then I saw a clear container there and they moved it and they put it into a container, put the top on it and gave it to me with my sandwich. Whoa, get out of here. Yep. So I said, that's it. That's right awesome. There. That's the power of the pencil. That's nice. Now, do, power you, of, do you think they do that for yeah. everybody or do they recognize you? As, no, that's the one. I saw a stack of, no, I saw a stack of these clear containers. Oh. Now I'm going to write them and say, now you're fucking wasting too many containers. <laughs> you dumbass. You know, I want these in those 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 compostable <laughs> box things now. Your There's friend. Probably dot, a dot, dot, dot. endless series of complaints to make. Yeah. yeah. I also, my organization also works on environmental issues, <laughs> cutting down on trash. Your friend, dot, 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 yeah. $15, $15. You're going to save the world one restaurant and one visit at a time for the next yeah. 40 years. But by gum, I, I like had, I was like, it worked. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's not the way I thought that story was going to go. Yeah. Twist ending, we call that. That was nice. Yeah. Um, Dan, we kind of covered the minute without you. Do, do you have anything to say about uh, minute four of Caddyshack or with the statues and the breakfast? And Caddyshack. The, no, you mean trading Oh, whatever. Same thing. Blues Brothers. Who cares? Your Doesn't balls, matter. my balls. Who cares? They're all going in your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever had breakfast nice. in bed? You yeah. want breakfast in bed? I'm not offering. I'm just, I'm just saying, is that something you, you would desire? It seems I awkward think- to me. It's as a daily thing. I don't think I would prefer it, but I I, I think it's a nice little treat for like uh, kids to give to their parents on their like uh, sure. birthdays and things like that. It's a very nice little thing. Yeah, you but know, I mean, this seems like a normal enough thing to the point where like the actual bed tray thing is already in the room. Like they leave it yeah. in his room. I for I don't know who gets hungry like right that second when they get up. Yeah, you know? that's like, weird. What are, what are we even talking about? I want to shuffle like, downstairs. I want to make the coffee. I, I want coffee right time. away, but I need the time to make the coffee. You know, and then yeah, I want to make the coffee. I want to do the stuff. Yeah, well, you know, breakfast in bed not my favorite, but like you know, again, if I were uh, you know the uh, the if I were a father, I would find it very touching. If, uh, you know, oh sure, child brought me breakfast in bed. And if you were a child, you would appreciate when Mike brought you breakfast in bed every single day while you slept and he chewed for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. Right. Um, I'm reminded, uh, seeing Dan Aykroyd in bed here that, uh, around this time, 1983, 84, et cetera, the, the Ghostbusters trading places years, people would tell me all the time that I looked just like Dan Aykroyd. And I don't think that's true anymore, but I think at the time it was true. He had got, we both had this kind of, uh, I don't know, similarly shaped face kind of. Kind of, I don't know, yeah. kind of facey face, you know, with a face. It's kind of funny about things like that because uh, on the one hand, uh, 
No, he looks like you, a middle um, schooler is what I'm saying. You ever get told you look like somebody and then you, you're just like, no, I don't. Like you, <laughs> right. It's like, you know, you don't, but they don't know that. But then what, what is the definition of look like? So are, right. Is your definition right. the correct one or is theirs a definition the correct one? Like they can't be wrong, actually, can they? I don't know. They're, they're probably more right than you are. It. They probably have a yeah. better idea of what you look like than you do. Yes, exactly. But you're, I've decided too, a long time ago. You can't see the forest for the trees. The right. Thing. My friend and I decided to never again tell somebody to their face that they looked like somebody because it's almost always not an insult, but it just doesn't go the way you I think. I never do oh, it. Oh, really? God, no. Why? I oh, never great. do it. I yeah. never, ever do it. I think it's often a compliment. Like, oh, you look like Montgomery Clift. Or like, oh, no, I don't. Or, you know, but like, or, but it could be like, oh, you look like, uh, I don't know, Ben Gazzara. That might go the wrong way. They're like, oh, really? I don't know. Ben Gazzara's a handsome man. But, like, you know, just like it, in your mind, you're not, you don't mean anything bad by it. But somebody no, but like, then is thinking like, oh, that's, that's what, that's how you see me. That, like when you, when, when someone says that you, when someone says that you, you, or you have to realize when you're saying that to somebody that they've heard it a bunch of times. Either they have and they're sick of it or they haven't and it's not what they wanted to hear. Yeah. Have you ever had an example of that besides this Dan Aykroyd thing? Um, Tom, you must, you must have gotten the guy from Ferris Bueller. Oh, I have gotten that sometimes. Yeah, he uses it as his icon. That's my my little icon on some things. You can't complain. If you use it as a fucking icon, you can't complain. You use it as a mojo, whatever they call it nowadays, avatar. Cameron, I feel I, Tom looks in the past maybe a little more like Cameron. Yeah, not yeah. now. It's more of a, uh, a a state of mind or something. What was he I in? Think, I think oh he was who, he was in who the was that, that actor? Was in, uh, show. Uh, uh, succession. Succession. That's yeah. right. He's great. He looks the same except he has like gray hair, like really gray hair. Right. Yeah, he's great in I Succession. Think. He is. He's good. I always thought that I don't think I looked like him, but I thought that if somebody was this is again back in the back in the old days, I thought that Judge Reinhold should play me in a movie. Have I said that before? That works. Yeah, he doesn't look like me, but it's got the same the, kind of kind of deal. Or you can never get past the name Judge. Judge, like is that your name? Like going around walking? You're, I mean, you're, you're Judge. He had that show on Arrested Development, Judge Reinhold show. Judge, where is a judge? <laughs> judge, yeah, Judge Reinhold. Gary Shandling show. Yeah. See, right now I, I could I could tell each of you that you look like somebody. I'm not going to do it. I don't. I just don't well, think who do I get, say it. Uh, tell do Mike's first. I'm trying to. I'm not going to well, do it. I'm not, actually not going to do it. Dan. Dan. We already talked about him. We what? did. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Huh. And it's a it's oh. a spot on. I mean, I don't know why people weren't coming up to you on the street and saying asking you for autographs at some point. <laughs> From what? To Tom remembers. I think I, well, I don't want to say it now because what if it's wrong and I'm making something it up? It doesn't matter because now we're talking about it. It doesn't, it's on the, in the context of talking about it. It's different. <laughs> Mike, From Breaking Bad. Pinkman. I was going to say Pinkman. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesse Pinkman. Not, I did. Yeah. yeah not I now. Did in very broad strokes. Yeah. When I yeah. Was younger. I, I yeah. Not now. Like, not now. In fact, yeah, I was 10 years say, ago. I was seeing you now. And I used to watch that. Facially, right no. now, seeing you on the Zoom thing. And the lighting and the way you're looking right now, and you're kind of pissed off from having a long thing at the doctor's office, you look a yeah. lot like Bob Odenkirk. Oh, wow. Facial, like I, your eyes and your nose look like Bob Odenkirk right now. A couple of times I've gotten that one. But it's really? interesting when I get it. And I actually do like getting that one just because I like the guy Because he's so cool. Much. Yeah. yeah. But he's bang. not like a great guy. 
<laughs> It'd be better if they said you look like Gil Bang. Gil Bang, so yeah, it's, it's so good. Up my ass, so and then the blood just goes, and you eat um, Gil Bang. Gil Bang. In the world, it's the best curb your enthusiasm. Uh, I get that a lot. I got um, I get Jason Statham a lot. <laughs> I, I, okay, is that just a lack of imagination that people? Oh, the yeah. guy's got a buzzed head. It's yeah. similarly yeah, shaped. The hair, exactly. Yeah. That's like people who tell you that. I get you it know, a lot. I get it more than any other one. Yeah. Okay. And that's probably from somebody that likes Kevin Smith movies just for the hell of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I. I. I thinks I they're so be, creative and yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing's. Worse I got this guy nailed. Kevin Smith garbage. Oh, I'm getting these ads for now with the, the two of them. Him and Silent Bob, like like oh. hawking these oh, these movies burgers. Oh God! What? Yeah. Movies is like one of oh, the fictional movie. yeah, okay, pe- yeah. movies, yeah. but they're they're on like Instagram. Like now, you can own movies. Burgers can be sent to you. These mm. movie burgers kits. I'm like, there was nothing. There was nothing that made me more mental than 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 watching those two, and like yeah. that was independent movie making. I'm like, yeah, for people who think that, you know what it was when we were at that party. The guy that, what are you doing? What are you chewing? And what are you, where are your goggles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. At that party we're at. And everybody thought that was the funniest guy on earth. Right. And the and the the women that were coming up to him and talking, they were they, they, that so, that they, it's a. I just did a full circle, Tom, <laughs> because it was at that point that you were it. sitting right there with me. Yeah. This girl, this woman, who's like, he's so funny, Mister Mister, whatever that guy's name right. was. And then she goes, I love Kevin Smith movies. Do you? I said, No, nothing's farther from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she goes, you look like somebody. You were there. Yeah. She goes, you look just like Michael Stipe. I go, no, I don't. Yeah. I go, no, the fuck I don't. You're, <laughs> You're not making any sense. Like, I go, first of all, I go, first of all, first of all I'm, I am, I am, I am, <laughs> I, I am so much funnier than that guy. Yeah. Second of all, Michael no, Stipe. Kevin Smith movies are, there's nothing worse than those. Uh, and no, I don't fucking fuck you for that. The worst way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You were there, Tom. I was. Not in the good way. Weren't we also referred to as uh, as as uh, Woody and Buzz Lightyear? That's a, yeah, <laughs> that's the same probably that same woman. And I go fuck you. And I go, <laughs> I go. So you're saying I'm fat, like in a little fat statue, yeah. of, like a little fat spaceman, a little fat spaceman. And that guy came over and he I'm told us, "What cowboy. are you doing? What are you doing?" It was from high school. Yeah, because he told us high His school. Favorite joke. Yeah. And I go, I go, Tom, I'm funnier than this guy. I go, watch. And he walked away, and I did it in the Johnny Carson voice. May your latest oh. and greatest joke be 20 years old. Ooh. And everybody just looked at me like, oh, that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Stick oh, to your God, Woody I'm routine. Go well, fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Stick with your Woody. Stick with your Buzz. Yeah. Eh. Buzz. I got, I got Quentin Tarantino once. When I oh, was really? in, I was, it wow. was in college. I was working the door at this rock club. In Tampa, and this like this girl came in, and she's like, hey, "You look, you're Quentin Tarantino." And I'm not. <laughs> I don't see that at all. Let the fuck along. And then I then I went home and just started looking at his big chin and his nose and everything. I'm like, "What's what, where's this?" Yeah, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> I don't think you look like Quentin Tarantino, Mike. No, no. Um, you're both starting to look like a hamburger and a hot dog to me, though, because I'm very hungry and it's dinner time. So maybe we should wrap this up. What are you gonna do? What are you, what gonna, are you gonna do? do? I'll tell you what we should do. We should do trivia. Oh! Oh, my God. Quick trivia before I have to go make that. That's the music for uh, trivia. That's yeah. right now. Of course okay. it is. Of course it is. Hey, I found Ooh. some uh, Stanley Kubrick trivia. Keep it moving. This Keep is going to be horrible, but let's see. All uh, right. The Shining. 
We'll do like five of these. The Shining is adapted from a Stephen King novel. True or false? No. In uh, 19 uh, <laughs> is, is a 1980 Kubrick film. The setting is a deserted mountain hotel in winter. What is the hotel's name? Ah, uh, the Overlook. It was Rosebud. Uh, what was the what was Stanley Kubrick's Mike. first film? Okay, you go. You go. You got this one, Dan. Was that Stanley Kubrick's what? First film. Well, it depends on how you started. It but does say it was desire. a short documentary film. Oh, uh, the, the the fight night, the night of the fight. The day fight, uh, of the fight. Day of the fight. You were thinking of the That's prequel. Night of the fight. I mean, yeah, I knew what it was, right? Day of the fight. Oh, that counts. I knew. Uh, the Killing was the movie adaptation of which book? Ooh. A good one. I don't know. Well, I think they good gave one. good trivia question. Short timers. This, okay, this, there actually is multiple choice. They gave like the options, but it's, it's a, okay. Uh, fear and desire, or red alert, or clean break. Clean break. It was clean break. Yeah, it was it has psycho. To do with it has to be because that was it's a rob it's a yeah robbing the racetrack, make yeah. a clean getaway, a clean break. I'm skipping the Jack Nicholson Shining question because it's too easy. Kubrick directed Spartacus. Who won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor? What are you saying? Um, Olivier or who's that? <laughs> I just gave you the answer. It was not the what answer. Are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. It was not Kirk Douglas. No. Um, was, uh, Lawrence Olivier. Peter Ustinov. Oh. Oh, Ustinov. Yeah. Um, Yo, we just gave him some help. Yeah. Shows that from? I don't know. Spell show. Uh, gosh, these are all awful. Oh, okay, one more, one more. Spark- oh, no, okay, okay. Uh, uh, no, these are all awful. You're so easy. World War Three breaks out in which Kubrick Cold War classic? Why don't you just say what's a Kubrick Cold War classic? You know, I don't know. That's the. That's the, Do we not know the answer to that we one? We know the answer to that one. Give us, right. give us the full title, Mike. Doctor Strange Lover: How I've Learned to Love the Bomb. Oh, Jesus. Fell flat on your face. That was awful. Something like that. How I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. And love the bomb. AKA Dr. Strangelove. Um, I hit me. Okay, one more. Last one. In the 1957 Kubrick film Paths of Glory. Oh, no. This movie stars which American actor as Colonel Dax? Now you say. What are you saying? (laughs) Dirk Douglas. Psycho. It was psycho. My penis. Thank you all. <laughs> the guys. <laughs> what, what about your penis? <laughs> what about your? <laughs> That's when he realizes it. That's when, the That's when he realizes it. But the other woman, yet. the other, yeah. she's on board yet. He's getting bugged. <laughs> I want your wife. Doctor. Did you ever hear the one with uh, <laughs> the? With fake Arnold on, and is that Paris? De, he's like, oh, yeah, we have one. on the author Paris de Reste. Ah, he was talking, ah, ah, it's great. Ah, <laughs> ah, it's dirty down there. <laughs> yes, I would, I would, I would touch you and kiss you. And now yeah, he's like, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, I do have to go. This is the end of minute four. I don't care what you guys say. Anything you have to say, you can save it till minute five. Uh, this has been Minute Four of Trading Places. Please come back next time uh, for Minute Five of Trading Places here on the Trading Places Minute. Thank you. Proper modulation. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit. <laughs>